Ladies and gentlemen, this show is brought to you exclusively by the Reality Check Podcast Network. Fascinated by the world of strange, or perhaps like to gather in those dimly lit corners and converse with those individuals who may not walk to the beat of this world's drum, then step across the threshold that leads to the room under the stairs. Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland, and welcome to The People Under the Stairs. I'm one of the co-hosts of The People Under the Stairs, and you know who my better half is, Paul James Caden. He's on the other side of town. We can't be together anymore under the stairs. Uh, we have to shelter in place here in New York because of the coronavirus. So uh, Paul has already checked his mic, mic because he has a little cough. And no, it's not the coronavirus. And I'm using a lozenger because I have a little dry cough too. But no, it's not the coronavirus. It's from the medication I take in for my allergies. So don't be concerned about that today. But, uh, you know, we thought we'd have a nice show for you today. And it was on, uh, you know, Paul does readings and all kinds of things like that. I do them also. A lot of people don't realize. and have done them for a long time. <coughs> Excuse me. And... Uh, one of the things that Paul and I always talk about is the fact that uh, the cards, the tarot cards, are not only just used for you know readings and all those things. They're wonderful to meditate on or to use like a projective card or a projective test to, to see how you feel about things or learn life lessons from them. And with that being said, that's what we're going to talk about today. So, Paul... I'm going to punt it over to you because I know we're going to choose a couple of cards and uh, talk about it. So what do you have to say about this, you rascal? Oh, I don't have anything to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, the cards can be um, can be used for a lot of different things. And uh, one of the methods that, that I like to use because uh, I do a lot of reading with the the angel tarot, the the angel oracle cards. I meditate on those things. I've mm -hmm. always felt uh, probably since I was 11 or 12 years old, uh, just very interested and very close to like the, those angelic beings that they say are around us, the guardian angels. Mm -hmm. And uh, there, there's a really awesome book. Uh, it, it's called Angels, Angel Speak. It's all one word. And I, I know one of the uh, the authors I was going to look it up. I have it on my shelf, but I didn't want to rattle around and reach over there and get it. But uh, one of the um, one of the authors, I believe her name is Trudy Griswold. And uh, it's it's a great book that it, it, it teaches this exercise where people uh, essentially communicate or get messages from the angels. And they say what to do in that book is just simply get a pad and paper 
You don't have to close your eyes. You don't have to do anything special. Just kind of quiet your mind and then ask a question. If there's something bothering you or, you know, mm-hmm. something that, that you would like to know, you just ask a question and, and you wait to see what, what comes to you and whatever comes to your mind, they say, you know, just write it down. Sometimes it comes in, you know, a few words at a time or sentences. And some people say that, you know, right away they start getting almost like paragraphs, you know, it looks like the answer's coming. And when they and when they read it back, that they're really amazed at what they wrote down. You know, like this message came through them giving them comfort, giving them advice. And uh it's it's also something, you know, as as one who reads uh, a lot of the angel cards or angel tarot, you know, I use that kind of method uh, when I read or when I meditate on the cards, you know, I'll, I'll generally pick a card and I'll just clear my mind and say, okay, what are the angels uh, or my guardian angel saying through this card? And, uh, you know, it is little, little messages, little uh, things come to your mind that, uh, you know, in a reading, you know, mm-hmm. are very comforting or, you know, very, uh, uh, very pertinent little topics of, of meditation, you know, that come through that. Sure. So, you know, I think that's, uh, I think that's a great way of meditation just to do, you know, if you don't have the cards, you know, with the, the, the pen, uh, you know, the, the paper and pen, or if you have something like angel Oracle cards or even the regular tarot, mm-hmm. you know, you, you could do it just as well to say, you know, what is God saying through these cards? What are my, you know, guardian angels saying through this card? What is, you know, Holy Spirit or Christ saying through these cards? And just mm-hmm. see what comes to you. And, and and that's really what they would call like an intuitive reading or, you know, a spontaneous intuitive meditation using the cards. And it's great. Uh, I think it's a great practice. It really enriches your life, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, they're always looking at the, um, the, the tarot for, uh, you know, um, for prognostication, uh, to check out the future, to, you know, checking out answers, to change the odds of things, to, for more control and things like that, as opposed to looking, um, you know, which, which is all there in the reading. So, you know, parts of those things, obviously. Um, you know, you're, you're looking for some of those features like tendencies or trends. It's almost like, um, to me, uh, energy impressions that are like the stock market predictions, you know, only mm-hmm. with the things that are in the tarot. I mean, it's, maybe it's a poor analogy, but I really don't think so. But I think there's another way to use them, which kind of tie into what you were saying about like saying, well, you know, let me take this from an angel's understanding. Human beings have this kind of Jungian, and I mean, when I say Jungian, I mean like a Carl Jungian, collective unconsciousness, and they have this individual experience while they're part of the universe, the cosmos at the same time. And um, when you still your mind, when you uh, kind of put yourself into like sensory, um, you know, um, uh, uh, deprivation stage from not paying attention to other things and quiet your mind, it's kind of uh, amazing what will come out if you're just gazing at one of the cards. Mm-hmm. Or if you look at the card and you think of the concept and then let your mind go blank and see what comes out naturally and normally. And I'm, you know, use the term intuitive impression. I think that's a genuine intuitive impression, too, or oh, an energy sure. impression, you know. And, and I don't mean that in a joking way, folks, because when you're thinking about something, when something is being projected onto a card, I mean, in psychology, they call that percept analysis. You're, you're analyzing something, you know, it has this effect on you. Why, why are you feeling this way? You know, what is, what is the card saying to you? What, you know, what, uh, what kinds of thoughts, feelings, emotions, intuitive ideas are being, um, evoked from that card. And I think it's a wonderful, uh, happy, good practice. It's not like being a witch doctor. It's not like being a prognosticator at that point or any of those things. It's it's the same thing. You, it's the same thing that uh, people do when they take a workshop on values or they study philosophy or anything else. They take a concept and then they go with it. And, you know, take it apart and think about it and everything else. And I find that the tarot 
regardless of whatever deck that you use or whatever style that you use, goes into a wide range of human emotions and human experience that all human beings face at one time or another. So they can be very, very instructive just because of the fact that you thought about them. You know, that you were thinking about them, that you, they're kind of like a simulation. You know what I'm trying to say, Paul? Mm-hmm. They're like um, little exercises for your mind and for your spirit, uh, for your um, for your well-being, if you use them that way. And uh, I think they can be very, very helpful. It's not unlike, uh, you know, if you're sitting and opening up a book of philosophy or listening to a song that calms you down or, um, you know, listening to a prayer or a psalm or something like that that you enjoy or some type of activity. I think I think you can have the same kind of effects in your life with it. Really positive. You know, it, it, it's not I don't think it's very heavy at all. I think it takes just a little bit of discipline and a little um, a little bit of uh, learning and a, a lot of desire to, to to get something really good out of uh, something very simple. Yeah, there's there's a lot of ways to uh, to use the tarot in that way for for meditation. You know, whether it's you know whether it's the uh, you know the thoughts of the as they say of the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. You know, coming through, being inspired by the images, right? Uh, but, but some people say that you know, when we do that, uh, of course, it can, it's, it can be a number of things. Like the, you know, maybe a shaman would say it could be your deeper mind, your higher mind, right? Uh, your own, your own soul speaking to you, and then even uh, again verging into uh, the, the guardian or guiding spirits that mm-hmm. that would give, give advice or comfort through uh, these meditations and. And I find all of those things to be true personally for my life and my mm-hmm. own time of, of meditation, you know, with the cards. I, I find that all of those have been true at, at different times. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's definitely in the toolbox of things that, that I like to use that uh, make me feel good, that make me uh, thoughtful and mindful about things. You know, just like if you have, we've, we've talked about it on this show, uh, I, I think a number of times, many years ago, um, when I would sit there and, and really get into the tarot, get into ruins, get into philosophy, which is totally different. Uh, at the same time, I, I, I saw uh, or read of a person saying, if you really like to meditate, if you like spiritual things, develop a little shrine in your house. You know, something uh, like you'll see, like uh, Jewish people will sit and they'll touch the mezuzah when they come into the house or leave. Little rituals of the movie Gladiator. The uh, ancient Romans used to have little uh, little uh, figurines of their family they would carry with them. And, uh, you know, always a bust of people uh, in their home. I find those things very comforting. I find they create a connection between human beings and previous generations. And then if you use them properly, they create a connection between you and everything else in the universe. Mm -hmm. Going from a very small thing that's very personal into a very, very large thing. And it can happen like that. You you know, you don't, I don't know if I'm making any sense with what I'm saying, but it, 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 it shows the interrelatedness of all things in the universe. It's, it's another way to, to, to get into that in a very relaxed, easy manner. And so many people are so disconnected. They are. You know? What's your favorite deck, Paul? Do you like the angel deck? Yeah, I, I have a few. The, there's several angel tarot decks that I have. The, the mm-hmm. archangel tarot, the, the tarot of the angels, the angel tarot. Yeah. The, uh, you know, but but I also like uh, some of the classic ones. There's a, uh, I like the the Rider Weight. I have a deck, uh, the, the yeah. Radiant Rider Weight, which is uh, very um, very bright with its colors, and you know I enjoy using that. There's another one called the 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 Golden Nouveau Tarot, which has like a gold, um, 
what's the word uh, like a gilded golden you know background on it which is mm-hmm. is, is very uh, uh to me it just draws me in so i i have a lot of different favorite texts that, that i use and and meditate with yeah i know you have huge collections of them i i like the the rider weight one i like the universal tarot that uh, you gave me a while ago i like the mythic and hero decks things like that Anything along those lines are very beautiful ones. The the mythic oriented ones I like very much. They're very beautiful. The uh, the imagery on those, and uh, you know, um, but it's a, it's a fun hobby to get into in terms of collecting the decks. And, and the, you know, I guess this you know there's all traditions with that, and you know, they're highly personal to the people who use them, and you don't want other people handling them. And, you know, you want them cleansed and all those other kinds of practices that people have for, for the cards and whatnot. Do you have any any specific rituals for your cards, Paul? Not really. I mean, just before I do a reading, I do a little meditation to, uh, as they say, clear the deck of any uh, maybe psychic residue or energy that it picked up in, in previous readings. Uh, but other than that, no, I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of a little ritual that I think readies me and the the cards for a fresh new reading, stepping into a new energy, a new uh, situation around uh, the person that I might be reading for. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Now we were gonna we were gonna pick some cards tonight, and uh, you know, particularly in a time with all the n- nervousness and everything that's going on with the. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, that's been going on with the coronavirus and all that kind of stuff like that. Uh, we thought it would be kind of nice uh, tonight to, uh, you know, maybe pick some cards out and, and you know, do some interpreting uh, with what the cards may mean, how they can be useful to you. Would you say that's a pretty safe, safe interpretation of what we were, we were thinking of doing, Paul? I think it's safe. Well, would you like to kick it, kick it off and... and um, I bet you the people listening to the show, I mean, uh, you know, uh, again, this I, this is not a reading for you or anything else like that. And uh, I think it's, uh, you know, like for people who do readings, uh, I, I, I guess they're obligated to say that, um, you know, that um, and well, while this is not a reading, this is, you know, for entertainment purposes and things like that and for educational purposes. So please take it in the spirit that it's being uh, it's being done. So with that being said, Paul, why don't you why don't you kick it off and, and take as much time as you want to, to to pick a card out and go over, you know, whatever you feel is important for the for the listening audience. All righty. Well, I, uh, I shuffled my deck before the show and I just pulled the top card to, you know, see what it would be. And uh, I'm using the tarot of the angels and uh, we're getting the ace of swords. Ooh. Now, when it comes to, uh, you know, meditating on the Ace of Swords, uh, that is generally a card that speaks of clarity of thought, being clear in your thinking, not confused, you know, but it's also a card that speaks of, you know, elevating the thoughts, elevating the thoughts, you know, toward God, toward spirit for a greater clarity. You know, and anything that is confusing or uh, kind of clouding the thinking process, you know, just to set that aside and go on what you know is the clear and right path, you know, even if it's one little step at a time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this card really calls us to look at our thinking, look at our thoughts, you know, uh, what are the thoughts that. Uh, seem very clear, very inspired. What are the thoughts that feel confused or afraid or uncertain? And maybe even uh, delve a little bit into the shadow side, you know, delving into those thoughts of, you know, this this would go along with contemplation and meditation, whether it be, you know, um, the Christian mystics or the Muslim mystics, uh, Mm -hmm. times of contemplation, you know, going within, looking at those thoughts. Why am I confused? Why am I afraid? Why do I feel like I can't make a decision right now? Or even what is the right decision right now? I I feel uncertain. You know, why do I feel uncertain? You know, 
and it might feel a little uncomfortable delving into those thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, unraveling that knot. But eventually, you come out uh, with with a lot more clarity. <clears throat> you know, that's what the Ace of Swords is all about: clarity of thought, elevating the thoughts. You know, in those times of unraveling the knots of the the confused or the fearful thoughts, you know, we can call in you know, God, our higher power, the angels, ask for help, ask for insights. And, uh, you know, speaking of, you know, angel messages right now, when I look at this card, you know, this particular Ace of Swords, it it is the swords, uh, or it's the sword uh, in in the light in the sky. It has a crown at the tip and the angel's wings coming out of the side. And uh, I just really feel, you know, if I if I were to say that this card had a message or a little, you know, angel speak message for people right now, it would be just that, you know, raise your thoughts to God, raise your thoughts to your higher power. And even if you're confused on how to do that, you know, just ask and then follow your intuition, follow your inner mm-hmm. guidance what feels right as opposed to the racing thoughts of your mind saying, I don't know, I'm not sure, what should I do? Which direction should I go in? You know, when you find that happening, ask for guidance and then listen. What do you feel? What is your Mm -hmm. gut telling you? You know, because many ways they say that's how God, that's how the angels, um, you know, guide us in our lives. So, you know, I feel that 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 card would definitely be saying, hey, you know what, with everything that's happening in the world right now, there's all this advice, there's all this, uh, there's people saying, you know, some of the conspiracy folks, uh, the virus isn't real, we should go out in public, we should Mm -hmm. close our businesses, complete opposite of of what the professionals tell us. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, this can confuse people. I mean, just hunkering down and being at home can put people, you know, out of sorts, make them feel uh, nervous because their daily routine is disrupted. And, uh, you know, I think this card calls us all to say, you know what, follow your intuition, you know, listen to what the universe or God or the angels are saying to you because they will help you make the right decision, the common sense decision. And that takes all of the fear, that takes all of the anxiety, all of the uncertainty out of those situations. So don't don't try to reason with or fight the racing, rational mind that is sometimes very confused. Listen within and follow that inner compass, that inner guidance, because it will lead you right and it will lead you to the place of peace, you know, in your personal life no matter what's happening around you. That's that's very true. Would you mind if I, if I added a couple of things to that? I would be highly offended. No, go, go ahead. <laughs> no, again, I hope you do. The, cards, the, the card that I pick, I think the Ace of Swords also, and you've been saying this in, in a little bit different way, I think it's a card that tells us about how to wield our personal power. That uh, the card, the sword, it being a sword... It's about cutting, and you mentioned this in terms of confusion and darkness. It's about uh, cutting through the confusion of things symbolically. It's about many times getting to the real heart of a matter. Uh, it's about time. It, it's about taking the time uh, and doing the thinking uh, in an intelligent way. You know, with that sword and the crown and everything else like that that's up there. And, you know, taking charge of your life and standing up for what you truly believe in. And, uh, you know, when you when that card appears in a reading, I think it tells people many times, not all times, but it's telling people to cut through the confusion, get to the heart of the matter. And it's telling you that it's time for you, due to the fact that it's an ace, number one, to take a stand. And especially if you've been on the fence about something. If you've been, you know, hemming and hawing, you don't want to take a stand and, uh, you know, you need to. This is a card that can can remind you that can you make you think about what is a powerful sword 
doing. It's a sort of justice. It's the sort of doing the right thing. It's putting your words uh, into to good actions. So, uh, you know, when you're using um, your sword, you have to make a choice. Are you going to use your sword for good or are you going to use it as a weapon against other people? So it's a reminder that you have personal power and your personal power can have far reaching consequences, you know, on other people. So the Ace of Swords, uh, to me, is one of those things about wielding that personal power that you have, and it encourages you to speak truthfully. But also, like you're saying, you're saying intuitively, to speak truthfully from your truth, from the heart. To do so from the heart. And to be considerate of the feelings for others. And to remember that your words, as well as your actions, can be helpful or hurtful. So the Ace of Swords says to use it wisely, not to make more confusion by cutting everything up, but to cut through the confusion. That's that's what I see from that. And I would add to that, too, it's 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 not, uh, you know, as far as taking a stand with the swords, we, we we don't want to be like some people to say, oh, I feel like, you know, God revealed this to me. So this is the answer for right. everybody. You know, you have to believe what I say and do what I do. Right. Um, you know, we have to be very careful, um, you know, because the swords and the tarot do do deal with uh, the mind and the thought process. And we have to be very careful not to abuse that, you know, mm-hmm. or let the ego get in the way. Like, you know, you, you see a lot of people right now, uh, even, you know, many, many religious people that I see on social media, mm-hmm. uh, they're saying, you know, I had a dream or. I was reading the Bible and God told me or Christ right. told me. And it's and it's very uh, sometimes very out and out bad advice. Um, mm-hmm. But they're kind of like lording over people. You're all very stupid and you're all going in a very, you know, the wrong direction if you don't do what was revealed to me. So, you know, that that's ego posing, mm-hmm. posing as uh, the voice of spirit or the guidance of God. And if you find yourself, you know, if you ever find yourself going in that direction with your sword, you know, uh, realize that that is always, always the right, the wrong direction, unless you see a thousand people running towards the edge of a cliff and, you know, you know that that's wrong. You know, there's a time and a place for that, but, uh, generally it's, it's not a good rule of thumb just to say, ah, Oh, I, I have the truth, uh, especially these people that are saying, oh, this, this virus, it doesn't exist. You, you need to, it's nothing but a cold, you know, that, you know, you're all, you're all sheep and you're all being deceived if you believe otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, that's stuff like that, that that's, that's ego that has nothing to do with spirit or mm-hmm. clarity of thought or being led uh, rightly. I hope that the people in the listening audience, though, I, if you go back and, and, and go through this card again and what we've done, and this is totally spontaneous. Paul and I have no plan for this uh, to do that. Do, do you see what I mean by, uh, and Paul means, but I'm just going to speak for me by saying this is a card to project on what your values are, what your thinking is, how your mind operates, or what things, you know, what your moral system is, what, how you're perceiving the world. You see all the all the stuff that we're getting out of one particular card. All the different times. I mean, you know, if I was doing a workshop in psychology, my goodness, we'd be calling this a values clarification workshop. We'd be calling this uh, a workshop in critical thinking. I'm being serious, Paul, mm-hmm. because yeah. when you're looking at the cards, the cards are portraying to you images and messages about ways that human beings respond to their environment and the events in their environment. And some of them are good and productive and some of them, quite frankly, aren't. And and that's what personal growth and development is all about. And that's how the cards can help you. It's I, I think it's a, I think this is a, a great show to do to, to show people how the cards can be used um, in a um, you know, for a reading in a wonderful way to give people an idea of some things they should be considering. You know, it's up to them, of course. 
that the, you know, the cards are not going to tell you what the future holds for you like a, you're a gypsy. The choices are yours based on the, your values, whatever, your, you know, whatever information you're getting. But look at how you can use them just like this for like a discussion. You know more about Paul and I, how we feel about things, uh, you know, just by the 15 minutes that we took going over that card. It's telling you tons of information about how we see the world, how we interpret information, and, and what the kind of uh, courses of action that, that we would take in those things. And then that's what it tells you. It's like looking into the mirror and seeing something, you know, that you didn't know was there necessarily. Mm. It's a wonderful way to get some personal insights, enlightenment, by a simple thing. And for those of you who don't know, in psychology, this is what they used to call projective testing or projective, uh, you know, interpretation on something or percept analysis, how you see things. It's a fascinating um, art and science to participate in. Anything more in the card that you have, Paul, that you want to add on that? That was a, that was a good job. Yeah, no, I think we uh, I think we covered all the major ones that uh, I think people need to really think about right now. Yeah, and and the nice thing is, other people. Uh, there's so many people who write about these things and interpret them. There are some pretty, you know, some basic interpretations, and then other people come up with novel and wonderful interpretations on these things or impressions. Uh, very enlightening. Uh, would you like me to do one that I chose, Paul? And then you can jump in after I'm done with my little piece and and see what you feel about it too, like I did with you. Yeah, but uh, actually, there there is one quick thing I would like to say about sure. the Ace of Swords is that. Uh, there are various decks that have uh, the crown at the top of or the, the sword going through the crown. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, e even, you know, if you're a very religious person and, and you think, oh, boy, you know, the, the cards are evil or something satanic, you know, it, it's like you said, you know, your perception, the way you relate to the world, <laughs> the life, to the universe, to God, you know, it, it will come through in those cards. You know, you, you could very well look at that crown, which there's there's the crown over the sword uh, in this particular deck that I'm using. You know, and if you're a religious person, you know, the swords dealing with the mind, our thoughts, you could very well look at that and see and say, you know, as this pertains to scripture, having the mind of Christ, how does that pertain to me right now? How does that pertain to uh, my circumstances? You know, because they say, you know, Christ the King and the crown. So you 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 could look at that imagery and, and go there and, and even have that kind of that reference to scripture, mm. you know, or the Bible and you know, kind of take your meditation in that direction. So right. there's 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 really uh unlimited ways that that the cards can inspire, you know, and enrich someone's life. There's no correct answer, is what you're saying. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, and Definitely that's a good not. point. That's a good point. That, and that's the same thing with you know with percept analysis, with uh, you know with projective work. You're you're projecting you onto that. Like to me, I would never look at any tarot card and come up with a religious thing. Just the opposite. It would be you know, and I know that may sound strange. It just doesn't have anything to do with with religion to me. Even with all the symbolism and everything, it's a whole other series of things. But uh, you know, other people are gonna you know put all of those things in, including, of course, with angel cards, you know, you, you're going to, you're going to put that in there. But uh, how about hitting another card before we have to wrap up for the show? Would that be okay with you? Sure. Let's do it. I, I should have chosen uh, the, the devil card, but you know, we, that would be too obvious for the people under the stairs. And I would, I personally, Paul, I would like to do, uh, I would like to do this. Um, I know we want to expand our shows. I think doing a reading or cards or just, on any given week, there's so many in the deck, and they can change due to circumstances. I, I think we should do this very often as our second show during the week and uh, something for encouraging and enlightening people. And it ties right into the people under the stairs. Yeah, I, 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 I definitely agree. And I hope you guys do, too, out there in the audience. Uh, let us know, because we do get emails from folks saying what they do and they don't like. And... Uh, it would be appreciated, but I did. I chose a, a card from random, uh, randomly, and uh, I'm glad I did because it was one of the major arcane cards. And it's the strength card. 
And uh, there's so many interpretations of that card that you can use. And for me, I, I look at what's going on right now. I'll use some interpretations maybe that would be uh, pretty st maybe standard ones, but also that would pertain to now. I think when we look at all the divisiveness in our country and all the, 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 the things that have happened with storms and this and that and people angry and threats and whatever towards one another, I think the strength card is not about how big and muscular you are and how that you can overpower people. But I think the strength card speaks to kind of taming our inner beast, you know, to, to kind of uh, harnessing our strength, identifying our strength, and for people to take a look at what they've been struggling with. You know, what is it in your life that you have been struggling with and requires strength from you, that requires you to dig deep and get your turbulent, uh, violent or uh, anxious emotions under control? And I think strength has a lot to do with that, that it's not just external, but internal. And I think the strength card also... Um, uh, speaks to or indicates a need that people have to balance their head and their heart. And, and the heart, in this case, meaning your emotions, that people get carried away with their emotions in romance. They get carried away with their emotions in finance. They get carried away with their emotions like uh, when the world is threatening. And then they lose their head. And then their inner beast comes out and they buy up all the toilet paper or they uh, buy up all the hand sanitizer, or they fight with their neighbor, or I was uh, reading something or hearing something the other day where people are going out and buying more and more guns now mm. because of that. Now, how ridiculous is that when, when we're dealing with an illness? Aren't there enough guns in the world? You really think if you go out and buy guns, even if there was civil disobedience, we have a huge standing army. We have a national guard. We have a state guard. We have police and law enforcement. Are you out of your mind? That's based on fear. Your inner beast has taken over and we lose our strength. It's like my favorite science fiction movie, uh, Forbidden Planet. Remember Dr. Morbius? He mm. finds out that the monster is him. Monsters from the id. And that's what the strength card is about. It's about taming the monsters from the id. It doesn't refer to physical strength, but to our willpower our self-control, our better angels for you, Paul. It refers to, you know, it refers to or speaks to what you've developed or want to develop in terms of your reserves of strength, your courage, your discipline. Uh, do you have these things uh, when there's uh, moments or times of fear like now or uncertainty you know, my poor wife today, she's such a strong person. She's, uh, I'm sure she wouldn't mind me saying this. We were ready to go out to get a couple of things. And uh, I had a mask up. I mean, I have to take my little mask and everything else like that. I, I have a couple of things that predispose me to things. So I have to use a mask. And she said, I'm going to do that too. And she came back and all of a sudden she got so grumpy and irritable. And uh, Jesus, we, she's been great. Uh, during this whole scary episode and, and so many other things in my life. And uh, I looked at her a little bit and then I said, I just shut my mouth and I had work to do. And I went in there and about an hour later, she came in and she gave me a kiss and said, I'm sorry. And she did something which she never, and I hope she doesn't mind me telling the story, that she never does. Very seldom in our decades of being married, she started to cry. And she just said she was just she, she was just fearful that mm. she feels a loss of control. She doesn't know what to expect. And she was apologizing. And of course, I didn't yell at her or say, well, you should apologize or anything. I said, why wouldn't you be afraid? I'm a psychologist. I know how, you know, uh, I know the dynamics of anxiety and depression and all those things. And I get scared because of those kinds of things. But. When we had that contact, when we had that discussion with one another, what we were showing were our inner reserves of strength, our courage, and the discipline that you need when you're fearful or uncertain. 
and uh, I'll, you know, I'll throw out, you know, where if, if I was dealing with angel cards or religious cards, those are the wonderful things about religion. That that those are the things that they're reminding us to, you know, to love our enemies, to act in a good way, to think of other people. Right, Paul? Those things have to do with strength. They have to do with courage. They don't have to do with beating people up and putting them in cages or assassinating people or making sure you have all the food and they don't. You know, so this card tells us that. And, you know, the imagery in the card, you know, taming the beast. It also can talk about taming our passions, our desires. Um, you know, when people, uh, you know, maybe um, try to dominate other people in ways that uh, they shouldn't. You know, or, uh, you know, it, it may talk to you about how you handle yourself when you get taken outside of your comfort zone. Maybe you have to apply for a job now. Maybe you have to make a presentation. Maybe you, you have to work at a job where you used to be the boss and you're not that, you know, anymore. Maybe you have to confront an adversary or tell somebody that you don't want to go out with them anymore. You want a divorce or you have to fire somebody. Mm -hmm. How are you going to do that? Are you going to do it in a cowardly way or are you going to, you know, in a fearful way, or are you going to tame your inner demons, your beasts and, uh, you know, do it with balance in your head and your heart? to do it with strength and courage and discipline and fortitude. So, I, you know, I could go on and on about that, but that's the message in my mind about the strength card. You don't want to deprive yourself of feelings of uh, fear and joy uh, and all the emotions that people have because we need those things. But you want to get a handle on some of the self-defeating emotional responses that people have. That's why I, my favorite president... And I love history. I love Teddy Roosevelt. I love Abraham Lincoln. I love, love, love Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And I guess a lot of other people did because he was the only president we ever elected for four terms as president. Some people said they would have made him president for life. And that was not doing anything in cahoots with anybody. It's because people adored him. He got this country through the Depression which was way scarier than the coronavirus. Uh, and he got people through World War II and other things when everybody was just down and out. And he was the guy who said famously, you have nothing to fear but fear itself. And I think if whenever I see a, when I, whenever I see a strength card, I don't think of a football player or a boxer or, you know, Rocky Marciano or Muhammad Ali or Joe Frazier or, you know, Lawrence Taylor. I think of FDR. I think of, uh, you know, certain religious figures, you know, Martin Luther King, Jesus Christ, uh, Mahatma Gandhi, people like that. They knew how to tame their inner beast. You know, they knew how to give weight to the calmer, more gentle aspects of, of, of their being, but still be powerful people at the same time. So look at all that stuff you can get out of one lousy card. <laughs> Is that a ton or what, Paul? It is. Yeah. Sometimes when I meditate on a card, I feel like I could sit there all day or half the day. Just the stuff just keeps coming and coming. You know, mm -hmm. it's endless reservoir of, of information, knowledge, and self-reflection. And people should see uh, Paul as a, a really um, a fantastic writer and a poet and um you know, just has a, a ton of written materials and a, a ton of very thoughtful things. And yeah, you, you can, you, you can take these kind of concepts. I know Paul has, uh, and, and just, I'm not talking about spinning out a bunch of drivel just for talking about it. Just really important stuff. <clears throat> I don't know in either of the two cards that we've talked about today, Paul, I don't, I don't hear anything bad in it. No, not at all. And, you know, when I, when I was taught the tarot, uh, one of the things I was, just like you're saying, uh, summing it up in, in just two words, with that when you see the strength card, uh, it doesn't mean brute force. It means gentle strength. Yeah. You know, you're using wisdom. You're using uh, knowledge. 
you know, you're being firm, but you're not being forceful, mm-hmm. you know, so it always calls for, you know, gentle strength and never overpowering someone or, you know, rushing in, you know, to uh, defeat the enemy. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's always the gentle strength. And again, with the strength part, we often see it's, it's the woman, you know, holding the, the lion's face, yes. like she's taming the beast. And uh, generally we see in that card, uh, that little figure eight shape of infinity, you know, over her head. Mm-hmm. So there again, we have, you know, um, gentle strength or gentle strength being drawn from the higher mind. Uh, you know, the deeper mind, the soul, the angels, the universe, God, higher power, mm-hmm. you know, so it all, it all comes full circle, no matter how you look at it. Good stuff. Good stuff. So what do you think? What what else would you like to add to this show, Paul? I, you know, to me, it, this was a pure joy tonight doing this. It was. I, I, I thought this was a really, uh, a really good show because it has uh, the elements of uh, the spiritual, the supernatural, the, uh, you know, the psychological. I, I think it's I think it's a great way to do a show that I, that I hope people get a lot of uh, a lot of uh, food for thought out of, you know, yeah. I, I think. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I think I would just like to, you know, wrap up. Uh, I guess we usually do our plug at the end. Oh, sure. Uh, I just wanted to get the name of that book in case anybody is interested. I always say angels speak, but I think the correct pronunciation of the book is angels peak. So it's angels with an S P E A K E. It's all one word. Uh, Then how to talk with your angels is by Barbara Mark and Trudy Griswold. They also have uh, a second book, which is called Angels Peak 2, Book of Prayer and Healing. Uh, Very gentle books, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. they're very much a a joy and a comfort to read. It's it's not so out there, you know, in the weeds or, you know, so new agey where it gets ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So if, if people are interested in, in doing that little exercise with the the pad and the pencil or, you know, with the cards, you know, and want to get those books, you know, I, I think they're great. I, I have, I have the, the hard copy and the digital of, of both. I think they're great books. Mm -hmm. And, um, and also speaking of the strength card, uh, if people are interested, you know, you, you said a lot there about strength and what's happening in the world right now and the conversation that you and your wife had. Uh, mm-hmm. I have a show coming out tomorrow on the uh, on the spirit side called um, The Global Pandemic Madness Continues because I've been doing I've been following this and talking a lot about mm-hmm. on my show. Mm-hmm. And in this particular show, I'm talking about some of the new headlines and crazy conspiracy theories that people are coming out with. Uh, and some of them are kind of, uh, you know, kind of disturbing to look at. Uh, but I think as far as gentle strength goes, uh, you know, I, I, I found myself talking about that in this show, saying, you know, people are feeling like they're losing control. They're trying to gain mm-hmm. control. They're trying to feel, you know, take comfort by buying all the food, all the toilet paper, all the hand sanitizer or guns, you know, but, but these things aren't, these things aren't long-term security, nor yeah. do they, nor do they give us long-term strength because there's always fear. What if somebody comes and takes it? What if some, what if looters, I might have a gun, but what if, a big group of looters come and, and, you know, overtake me and my family. What if we run out? What if, what if, what if, you know, so, you know, I leave the message in there. We have to put, you know, our hope in times like this in something bigger, something that's not going to run out, something that's not going to break, something that can't be taken away. So, you know, if, if you're interested in hearing more about that, uh, again, that's uh, the global pandemic madness continues on the spirit side and that should be out tomorrow mm-hmm. and uh you know if if anyone you know has any questions uh you can always email me at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com if you'd like an angel reading or 
You know, I also do spiritual counseling, just somebody to talk to, you know, you're feeling nervous or afraid, you know, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to charge anybody for that right now. We, you know, we can set up a, a session and just talk, you know, if you need somebody to, uh, to sound off to and, uh, you know, uh, difficult times, but I'm, I'm still trying to do, do good, be there for people mm-hmm. and do, and do what, uh, you know, what God would want me to do in a time like this. Well, that's wonderful. Uh, and uh, just to, to, to let you know, I have another show called Just Thinking with Stan Wangland. I mentioned that every time we do a show, uh, I do that uh, five, six days a week, a minimum of five, sometimes six days a week, because there's so much going on, uh, you know, in the world. Uh, you can catch that. It's on all the major platforms. Or just go to the Just Thinking site and you'll see all the, you now. Hundreds of shows. Um, many of them are funny. Uh, you know, many are about topics that relate to the coronavirus or artificial intelligence or a million and one other things that we've talked about that have all come about. I hate to say, you know, it's almost like we've been like Nostradamus there, Paul. But uh, when you follow a lot of the news and you analyze a, a lot of things, uh, it doesn't take too much to be looking like a soothsayer. Uh, things uh, aren't as confusing as they seem many times. So uh, it's uh, there's a lot of good shows there, like on Paul's channel with the spirit side and everything else like that. Uh, one other thing is uh, uh, many for many many years I've been um, you know doing readings and everything else like that for and very heavily interested in the paranormal and particularly with the uh, with the tarot, you know actually doing readings and everything for probably about twenty five or twenty six years now. And uh, many, many years ago, I actually used to do them uh, locally in uh, some of the places here. And then because of my profession as a psychologist and as a a teacher, I felt it wasn't uh, maybe the most – I felt a little bit awkward because uh, of doing, you know, that particular stuff and also, uh, you know, engaging in, uh, you know, different things, education with people. Uh, you know, it's it was just one of those things, and 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 I've kept that kind of on the down low. Well, you know, the past year or more, I, I've certainly gotten back into my love for doing that, and and do quite a bit of that uh, in other environments that uh, I don't promote here. But uh, I decided to change that a little bit, and we'll be uh, you know getting into that more in uh, the future. You know, here, you know, very much. Uh, but if you would like uh, some type of a reading or something like that, uh, I like to do the written ones uh, for people and give them a nice a product and everything else like that. So if you have an interest in something like that, you can contact me at swanglin at gmail.com. And uh, I can tell you what the procedure is for that, uh, what the mechanism is. And if that sounds fine to you, we can you know work something out. Uh, and just like Paul, if you're a, a listener to the show, and something's troubling you. No, I can't be your counselor or your um, professional pra- practitioner, uh, but I certainly can be a concerned friend uh, and a nice person to to uh, share uh, my time with you and you know just say how are you doing? Can I be of any help like uh, anybody else? So I hope that's clear enough. Is is that confusing, Paul? In any way that needs any kind of clarification? Hey, confuse the hell out of me, man. <laughs> no, Did it really? Uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> no. And and just so that you know, and I, I and again, Paul can correct me if uh, he wants anything that I do in terms of reading. I, I have to. We. I never get involved with anything that has to do with any kind of a personal medical issue or financial thing or any kind of thing that's inappropriate or, uh, you know, illegal or uh, misleading to people. Those things we have to let people know, at least I have to let people know, different entertainment purposes and for purposes of your own emotional growth and uh, development or enlightenment, they're not meant to be uh, prognosticating tools or, you know, uh, gypsy tea leaf readings or any such thing like that. They're supposed to be things that are helpful for you. So is that is that clear enough, Paul? It is. And it's, it's a good point to, um, it's a good point to reiterate. This was actually, uh, last year, uh, we moved up to Broome County about a year ago and, um, you know, it was kind of like upping my, my ads, you know, online for, uh, you know, readings and, and, and whatnot. 
And uh, I had an individual contact me uh, just from Pennsylvania, right over the border here. And, uh, you know, they didn't know where I lived, but uh, they they suspected we would get together for a uh, a uh, a Reiki section and it would become very physical. And I was like, uh, you know, uh, you know, that's not what it's about, man. You know, don't don't be trolling uh, for something like that. You know, so no, any anything inappropriate, uh, you know, absolutely not. You know, neither one of us get into, you know, that sort of thing. Or like you said, being someone's uh, medical doctor or or counselor, yeah. you know, we, we just try to give good advice, uh, you know, so people feel comforted, maybe see a diff- things from a little bit different perspective in challenging times. But, um, you, Absolutely. Know, or, uh, you know, some people have the idea that too, that if you do any kind of readings, you have almost this godlike uh, you know, clairvoyant ability, you know, all and see all. And that's just not the truth either. You know, not at all. No reading readings are a guidance system. They're, they're not there to, uh, to be like Holy writ that tells you exactly, uh, what to do in every instance and aspect of your life. Um, you know, so I hope that puts a little bit of, uh, maybe clarity and perspective on it as well. Yes, that that is true. That, that I'm glad you mentioned that, Paul. They're, they're they're points for your consideration. They're items for your your consideration after the reading is done and during that. So for, so that you can make a decision, you know, based on all kinds of things, based on empirical knowledge, based on in, in, intuitive impressions from other people, your own intuition, your own experiences, and we could do a whole show on that uh, also. But uh, I had a great time tonight, you know. I had a little nervous tension in me uh, about things from the way that you know, life has been going with the virus and all the changes and everything and my poor wife being so upset. And, you know, talking about um, the Ace of Swords and uh, talking about uh, inner strength and, and just throwing that stuff out, it's the wonderful thing about doing things like this. Or, or if we were just doing a show on values clarification, you talk about the stuff that's inside your head. You let the good stuff out. You bring it out in the light. Life is good. And when you bring out the fears uh, on things, you know, the daylight is a wonderful sanitizer. It is. You know, know, and and maybe uh, depending on how things go, I mean, you know, people listen to our shows uh, far and wide, you know, uh, all over the world. And uh, especially, you know, people under the stairs, maybe... uh, you know, maybe next time, uh, depending on how the global situation is, maybe we should do a show, you know, uh, on fear, how to cope with it. Oh, sure. Um, you know, what is uh, what is helpful? What is, you know, what can be actually be a detriment to yourself and those around you? You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, there, there, there's there's many different ways to deal with fear to help yourself feel more peaceful, to feel that inner strength, clarity of thought. And, um, you know, maybe that's something that we should uh, talk about a little bit. Yeah, that would be nice, Paul. You know what else would be nice? Uh, and, and and it's just a quick thought here for folks, and, and maybe somebody's interested in that. If we could uh, have, we do guests many times on the show, it might be nice to do kind of a guest reading. It would be a yeah. little different but uh you know it would be longer you know by by people you know throwing out some things but you know doing kind of a kind of, kind of a pseudo reading online with somebody and, and and see how that works with them yeah that's that's a great idea you know if, if you're feeling nervous if you have uh you know feeling afraid or maybe you're uh, sheltering in place by yourself you know you feel like there's uh, you know nobody there to lean on hey you know drop us a line email Stan, email myself, say, Hey, these are my concerns. Could I get, you know, a, a little reading online? We, on the show, we'd be happy to do it for you. Absolutely. What's the worst that's going to happen. We'll say something wrong. You'll jump off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. You guys can we- sense that right now. Talking to us, that just is not going to happen. You're not going to get a bit, uh, you know, there's certain people you're going to get all that mystery with and all that. Uh, hey, you know, I see I hear somebody wants to tell you something. No, 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 no. 
you you know people are not stupid when it comes to that and then some people are you know some people can take advantage of you tell you what you want to hear you know better than that yeah you're 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 not going to get the uh the mumbo jumbo or the no the cryptic scary messages from us not at no. all i've i've been doing this for about 25 26 years myself and i've i've never i've never ever ever had a scary reading or gave somebody a cryptic scary bizarre you know reading uh that's mm-hmm. that's not what it's all about for me i don't think uh i don't think that's what it should be about no no but anyway paul i know we have to wrap it up we're at our time limit here by about a minute and 30 seconds to go but um it was a wonderful show, folks. I hope you enjoyed it immensely. So for myself, I'll let Paul say his own thing. That's what the spirit guide is telling me. I'm going to wish you, uh, I'm going to say the corny, uh, hackneyed thing that you're not supposed to say, but it's wonderful. My thoughts and prayers are with you, your lovely family and friends, wherever you are in the world. Please stay safe. This too shall pass. And uh, I hope all of us make it through in one piece. Some of us won't, but some of us wouldn't, wouldn't anyway. So I know it's a scary world out there right now for good reason, but uh, let's stick together and somehow I know we'll muddle through. So God bless everybody. Anything from you, Paul? Oh, I, I thought you were ending the show. No, no I... I uh... <laughs> No, I, I echo that sentiment. You know, I, I definitely um, I have a practice where I try to do uh, you know, morning and evening prayer. And, uh, you know, I, I not only, uh, you know, say words over myself and my family and, and loved ones and friends, but, you know, the people of the world, you know, the people in Italy, the people in France, you know, everybody in the world that's being affected by this uh, coronavirus, whether they're uh, whether they're sick or whether they're just afraid, you know, so, you know, whether, uh, you know, whether I know you or not, you're just somebody listening to this show. And, you know, I don't know who you are, or I don't know your name. Hey, there's somebody still out out here. That's, you know, saying a little word just for you and everybody else, you know, twice a day uh, from the heart. And I just, you know, say the same thing, stay well, stay safe, uh, practice, you know, uh, what the authorities are telling us, the, the social distancing, try not to go out, you know, amongst the crowds. Don't listen to all this crazy advice. Stay in your home as much as you can, you know, watch movies, take a nap, meditate. Um, I was saying on my show, if you're, you have family, you know, do what I used to call uh, house camping light a candle, sit around the candle at night, tell ghost stories or, you know, make s'mores. There's all kinds of little things you can do. And, uh, you know, you, you'll be all right. We'll, we'll make it through. You know, we're not all going to just breathe some passive pathogen in the air and keel over. You know, the, the more we stay away from people, wash our hands, wear a mask if we have to run out to get a few supplies, you know, I, I think we're going to be okay. So, you know, stay safe. You common sense and uh, I, I think we'll all be all right you know at the end of all this well that's it folks till next show bye bye now thank you for listening to this episode of the people under the stairs if you would like to reach out to the host of this show please feel free to email paul at nocturnalmagic at gmail.com that's nocturnalmagic at gmail.com. And if you would like to reach out to Stan, please feel free to go over to his Twitter page and give him a follow at S. Wanglin. That's at S-W-A-N-G-L-U-N-D. Or feel free to email him at swangland at gmail.com. That's at swangland at gmail.com. And please continue to check out all the new episodes of The People Under the Stairs every Wednesday and every Sunday on the Reality Check Podcast Network.
Hey everyone, this is Stan Wangler from Just Thinking. Stop on by this week and listen to some of the great podcasts we have lined up for you. Two in particular are really good shows. One is called, Are We Driving Ourselves Insane? Well, are we? And the next one is called, Have You Been Having a Bad Day? Did You Have a Bad Day? Well, if you did, this is the show for you. And I bet you, when you get done listening, you'll feel a lot better. So join us. What's going on? You have John Wangland, one of the hosts of Wrestling With Reality. Check out our shows this week on Wrestling With Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at is Khabib Namaga Madoff versus George St. Pierre a reality? Why John Jones is such a disgrace to the UFC? We also have on WCW Monday Nitro Watch Along, and we take a look back at Triple H in his 25-year career in the WWE. So check out Wrestling With Reality on all major podcast outlets.